welcome to the latest episode of Hope Power Now. I'm Paul Schifoli, News Director at APPA. Our guest on this episode is Jimmy Staten, the President and CEO of Sandy Cooper, South Carolina state-owned electric and water utility. Sandy Cooper's Board of Directors in late 2021 approved the hiring of Jimmy as Sandy Cooper's new President and CEO, and officially started his new role this past spring. Jimmy, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thanks, Paul. It's really great to, uh, to have the opportunity to chat with you today. Sure thing. And uh, just, just to, just, Jimmy, just to get our conversation started, could you talk about your transition um, to your new role at Santee Cooper? And uh, maybe more specifically, what have you been doing in terms of getting to know your team um, at Santee Cooper? And what have you been your immediate priorities? Sure, Paul. Um, well, first of all, the transition from running a gas pipeline to rejoining the electric industry it's been it's been interesting for me. Uh, just so you know, my wife and I we have relocated now to uh, to South Carolina, and we couldn't be happier to uh, to be here. But but my transition, I have to I have to say, has been nothing short of uh, fantastic. Uh, in large part, I think it's been helped by the fact that the Santee Cooper leadership team is just outstanding. Um, the opportunities, and there have been several, and I'll talk about that in just a moment, um, to meet my team and to get an appreciation for how they live the mission every day has been fantastic. Um, and so I, I really I really feel like the transition has been a bit of a challenge, um, just getting reused to the, uh, to the dynamic nature of the industry that we operate in, but I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. Um, my onboarding has, uh, has gone well. We we've spent a lot of time, quite frankly, getting to know our team. We've had two all team member meetings and those meetings have both have included folks that are here in the building. And, and we've done a virtual meeting as well. Uh, we've started moving our staff meetings around to different locations around the system so that we can get access to as many folks um, as, as we possibly can. And I've been personally attending some uh, small team member meetings just to, uh, and, their, and their staff meetings to, to be able to introduce myself uh, and uh, hear live some of the issues that, that those folks are having to deal with. And then a couple of weeks ago, I got an opportunity to ride with one of our um, transmission leaders uh, around the system and got to meet many of our crews, uh, got to see what's happening in some of our substations. So from, from that perspective, getting out, meeting the team, being energized by how terrific the team is, that, that's, been, um, that's been fantastic. Now, from you asked me about the priorities perspective. From, from like everyone else, I think, right now, we are addressing the impacts of, uh, of the fuel costs on our system. Um, and our issue is probably a little different than some others in that we our rates are locked. Our rates from our customers are locked through 2024. So we are dealing with those fuel issues. But I think the team is doing a fantastic job uh, addressing some of that, some of those challenges. Uh, been spending a fair amount of my time also building relationships with our stakeholders and with our customers. And, and those discussions have gone well. And then we are, we are in, in the midst of preparing for the next resource, the next generation resource that we need to bring to the, uh, 
to the Santee Cooper system. And so we've been very focused on that. And then, you know, last but never least, uh, just making sure that we are providing a, uh, a safe work environment for, uh, for our team. Great. Thanks, Jimmy. So, yeah, you, um, you alluded to um, resource planning, and that's, that's a nice segue for the next question I have for you, which is I want to talk to you about, um, you know, the fact that Santa Cooper is seeking input from customers and other stakeholders um, as it continues to develop its triennial integrated resource plan. Um, so could you talk uh, about the process and the need for Santa Cooper to develop this plan? Sure, Paul. And uh, this is a new, a little bit of a, of a new process for us because it is much, it's a much more public process than what Santa Cooper has had to do in the, in the past. Now I have, I have to tell you, it's, you know, we here at Santa Cooper living in South Carolina, we are experiencing some terrific growth. Um, but at the same time, we see the need to, to modernize our fuel mix so that we can include more flexible resources on our system. And we think those flexible resources will enable us to incorporate more in the way of renewable options. So our IRP process, we, we, we've had two meetings with what I think has been just a great stakeholder group, and, and they represent governmental agencies, they represent the the uh, environmental con constituencies that we face, uh, direct consumers, uh, just a broad swath of, of all of the constituencies you would expect for, uh, for a utility like ours. And we've had two meetings. The meetings have been very robust. The discussions have been, have been terrific. Um, the next meeting will be a little bit later on this month, and we'll start talking about the assumptions that we need to make that will go into this um, to the ultimate decision on the direction that we end up taking. I think we've gotten great feedback so far. Um, I think we will continue to see that great feedback. But at the end of this process, Paul, and you know this very well, um, we need to make sure that we bring forward a plan that balances the reliability of our system, the affordability of our system, and ensuring that we are, are, are good environmental stewards at the end of the day. And so I think we're, we're, we're about not quite halfway through the process, uh, but I'm expecting we're, with the robust nature of the discussions that we've had that we're going to come out with, with a great product at the end that's going to provide all, all four of those areas. Great. Thanks, Jimmy. Um, so just switching gears here a little bit, um, you know, as you know, the hot topic these days um, throughout the country, whether it's the power sector or any other industry for that matter, is uh, supply chain challenges. Um, so, you know, and with the electric utility sector in particular, um, lack of transformers is obviously a big um, challenge these days. Um, so, you know, in that context, could you talk about um, whether Santa Cooper's experienced any challenges related to the supply chain? Well, I wish I could tell you, Paul, that we're exempt from all of those issues, but I can't. Yeah. Uh, like everyone else, we uh, we are facing some some challenges with a lot of materials, transformers, anchors. There's a lot of a lot of items uh, where the availability is less, and the the need for planning is even greater. Meaning that you have to you have you have to start ordering a heck of a lot earlier than we ever have. I have to give credit again 
to the the team here at Santee Cooper. They 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 saw this coming, um, and they've done a great job of getting out in front uh, in with our ordering and uh, and bringing in the kind of inventories that we need to make it through this year through the storm season, et cetera. Um, but the team is also being operationally smart. So we are we are reclaiming transformers. Um, anytime we go we we go out on a job that where we're bringing uh, we're tearing down old equipment or doing something like that, we are we're bringing those back to the uh, to the sites or or to our offices and determining what what is reusable and what isn't, so that we can ensure that we continue to provide service. But right now, we feel pretty we feel very very confident that we've got all the resources that we need, um, and We've adjusted our planning process so that we, we've got continuous orders going out and material coming in. Just quick follow-up. So you actually spoke with um, Amy Zubli, uh, who's a, a public power leader in Florida, and we talked about the hurricane season and in relation to supply chain concerns. So, I mean, I guess I'm trying to get a better sense of, of we obviously don't have a crystal ball as far as the severity of, of the hurricane season, albeit there's um, forecasts out there. But going into the hurricane season this year, you know, how concerned are you um, in terms of facing equipment damage and needing to replace equipment uh, and in relation to supply chain? Paul, it's a it's a great question, and it's it's a challenge. Um, again, I I feel like here we are as prepared as we can be. But obviously, something that that was that was devastating that if it were to come through would present even greater challenges for us. Um, but that's one of the beauties of this industry as well is that we all come together in those kinds of instances. And I would expect that we would we would continue to do that if uh, depending on how the storm season goes this summer. What I mean by that is. You know, to the extent we need to pull on someone else uh, to help us out, we would certainly seek to do that. Uh, more importantly, if someone needs that help, um, Santee Cooper will be there as well to try to share whatever limited resources we all have so that we can keep the, uh, the grid as reliable as possible. Um, it certainly doesn't do any of us any good to have someone not be able to recover from a storm. And so... You can expect the industry will continue to come together in that regard the best way that we can. Okay, great. Um, and just uh, switching topics, um, in, in research, uh, researching for um, this interview, one of the things that jumped out at me is the fact that uh, Santee Cooper recently launched a new demand response program. Could you offer any additional details on this program? Sure. Um, well, first of all, let me, let, me, let me just again, I want to applaud the team here at Santee Cooper. They undertook a pro a, what was what intent was intended to be a five-year program to install smart meters across the entirety of our footprint uh, the team shaved two years off of that and it is that new technology that is enabling us to offer new programs to our customers and one of those programs is to be able to for the for santi cooper to remotely control hot water heaters and HVAC at customers that sign up for the program. That enables us to essentially shut off power to those two highest use appliances 
um, during peak periods. So we have an opportunity to, uh, to offer discounts to our customers for their willingness to do that and enables us as this program continues to grow, it will enable us to shave some of those peaks that create the, the most challenges for all of us. So we're, we're excited. We're excited about the program, Paul. It's relatively in the early stages, so we don't have a lot to report yet on the success. But again, I, I expect as the program continues to grow, we'll see we'll see some very positive results from it. Thanks, Jimmy. Um, so, so my final question for you um, just relates to to um, electricity markets and more specifically the Southwest Southeast Energy Exchange market. Uh, you know, in early 2022, Sandy Cooper joined that market. Um, so, could you describe this market for our listeners uh, who may not be familiar with it, and how will Sandy Cooper benefit from participating? Um, the Southeast Ex- Energy Exchange market is it's an opportunity it's a platform if you will that enables a number of southeast utilities to be able to trade energy in 15 minute increments um, across our systems and what that what, what that essentially does paul from my perspective is it provides all of us an even greater scale than we than any of us could bring to the table individually and so it it extends for Santee Cooper, it extends the reach uh, of Santee Cooper from just our system to far beyond that in order to be able to access the lowest cost energy at any given time across the entire footprint of SEAM. And so that, that, that enables us to pull that energy into our system and utilize that to reduce the overall costs across the Santee Cooper footprint. Now, again, what, what's the value of seeing that? That enables us to lower our costs, but that also enables all of the uh, all of the participating utilities to potentially provide greater access, greater probably greater reliability, and greater opportunity to bring a number of different types of energy sources um, to their customers. And so, again, we're we're excited about it. Uh, we're investing in it jointly. Uh, we expect to be able to roll it out uh, later this year. And overall, we expect for it to bring significant value to all of the participating utilities. Well, Jimmy, thanks so much uh, for, again, taking the time out of your day to speak with us. Um, given the, the range of topics we covered, I'm sure there's plenty for us to uh, circle back to once you're further settled into your new position. So we'd love to have you back as a guest on the podcast uh, at some point maybe later this year, early 2023. I'd love to do it, Paul. I appreciate the opportunity to to chat with you. Sure thing. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of Public Power Now, which comes to you from the American Public Power Association and is produced by APPA Digital Content Director, David Blaylock. I'm Paul Schimpoli, and we'll be back next week with more from the world of public power. Thanks for listening.